Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, this weekend, well, on now, in fact, it's been continuing this week, is the uh, Marta Loop Justice Film Festival, justicefilmfestival.ca. I want to call your attention to one film in particular. It's screening Sunday night at 6.15 p.m. at the River Park Church Auditorium. Now, by the way, the the movies as part of this film festival, it is free admission. Uh, So River Park Church Auditorium is one of the locations in the name of your daughter. Is going to be screening in Calgary Sunday night as a part of this film festival. And this is a film that's been getting a a lot of attention uh, internationally and and deservedly so. This is tackling a, a very difficult topic, but one that needs to be addressed. Female genital mutilation. And not just those who are victims of this, but also telling the story of those that are trying to fight back against it. Trying to stop it from happening. Trying to protect these girls. Now joining us to talk more about uh, this film is the writer-director behind In the Name of Your Daughter. Award-winning journalist and filmmaker uh, Giselle Bortinier joins us uh, on the line here this afternoon. Giselle, great to have you with us. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much. Wonderful to be here. Uh, and you're going to be at the, the screening on Sunday, correct? Yes, I'm going to be there in person. All right, well, let's go back to the beginning. At, at what point did, did uh, you decide that this was a story, this was an issue you, you needed to, to explore? Well, you know, I actually learned about uh, female genital mutilation more than two decades ago. At that time, I thought it was um, something that happened only in one country, in Ethiopia. But over the intervening years, of course, we've learned that it happens all over the world, not just in Africa, in fact, but in the Middle East, in Asia, pockets of South America, Russia, and of course, even now in the West. And I've been wanting to make a film about this topic for quite a long time. And it was when I found this particular story. And the story is essentially about the brave, the bravest girls in the world who are actually standing up against FGM and are braving wild animals and their own angry parents to run away from mutilation. And I wanted to tell that story because I wanted to bring a story of hope to the viewers. And indeed, that's what my film is. It's heartbreaking for sure, but it's also very heartwarming and inspiring. Yeah, it really is, uh, because it, it is disconcerting to, to hear the stories about the, the victims of this, what these girls go through, you know, even some of the societal attitudes in some of these countries uh, about all of this. But, you know, the stories of the girls who are running away from this, uh, you know, the women who are, are fighting to, to bring about change, there is that inspiring side of the story, and it's important to share that side of it too, isn't it? I think it's very important. Otherwise, it would be really heartbreaking. You know, it's important to note that many people in Canada and elsewhere, but in Canada, I think there is quite a bit of silence around this issue. And many people don't know what a big deal this really is. There are 200 million women and girls who are survivors of FGM in the world today. Mm -hmm. This year, probably 3.9 million girls will be cut 
before the end of December 31st. So it's a very, very big deal. And 44 million of those survivors that are alive today are actually children, young girls under 14 years old. You know, I was listening to your previous interview, which was fascinating. And of course, it struck me that I need to remind the audience that, that what is going on with these girls is sexual violence yeah. in its extreme form. It's the most egregious sexual violence perpetrated against girls and women in the world. But why? That's the question. Why is this done to girls? That's what's so hard for people to understand, I think. Well, you know, there are a lot of reasons, but what it comes down to in its most primal form really is sexual control of children. You know, just today I was reading um, in the daily news in, in, uh, from Kenya that there is a group of people that want to bring back FGM. It's outlawed in Kenya. It still happens, but it's outlawed. But a group of elders from one particular tribe want to bring it back because they say girls have become too promiscuous. There is too much teenage pregnancies. There is too much divorce. So they want to bring back general mutilation. And the real irony really is that it takes two to tango. So if girls are getting pregnant, if women are being promiscuous, they're doing it with a man. And yet we don't advocate cutting off men's private bits to make right. them be less sexually promiscuous. But that's what's happening. It's patriarchal societies enforcing sexual control of girls. Right. I mean, it's it's cultural. It's religious. It's it's a lot of things. And as you say, it's it's not unique to to any one particular country or region. Uh, and, and there are a lot of reasons for it, but the common thread here is is the victims and, you know, the, the dangers, obviously. They're, they're young girls who have died as a result of this. Absolutely. It's important to note that it's actually not religious. Uh, you know, there are some people who will try to defend it in the name of religion. Mm -hmm. But a safe house, our film is about a safe house. It's an intimate fly-on-the-wall story about a safe house that accepts and protects children that run away from FGM. And in that safe house in Tanzania, um, near the Serengeti, um, where, of course, lots of people have gone and seen wild animals, in that safe house, there is an equal number of... Um, uh, Christian, Muslim, and local religions. So it's one-third, one-third, one-third. Um, it is terribly troubling because uh, girls do die. Yeah. They die as a result of it. While we were making the film, that particular um, two-month period, six girls died as a result of FGM. But the lifelong complications can be severe. They can include difficulty menstruating, urinating, no, no pleasure having sex and increased maternal and child mortality. So it's not something that girls can recover from very easily. And a lot of girls and women actually suffer from post-traumatic stress after they've been through this. Are, are these activists making a difference? I mean, that, that's what just seems so frustrating about it is as much as, as people are trying that this, this continues. But is, is progress being made, do you think? You know, I really think that progress is being made. Um, certainly in the period that we were in northern Tanzania, we think that hundreds of girls were saved because not just the girls that came to the safe house, but the police are being quite active in uh, rescuing girls from, from who are at risk and in prosecuting cutters and even parents. And so that's serving as a deterrent. And a recent study shows that, in fact, um, the incidence of FGM is decreasing quite a bit. So I think progress is being made. What I'm most hopeful about 
is that the girls themselves are standing up for their human rights. And I think when the girls themselves start voicing their objection to this practice, it's going to have to stop. But we need to involve all the community, especially the men and especially the grandmothers and the grandfathers who are involved in perpetuating um, FGM. Uh, in terms of the reaction to this film, uh, it's been very positive, and I think that that's encouraging. It's it's all part of of combating this this um, you know this this evil. So, what's been the reaction, and, and do you think the film can can make a difference? Then, I I actually made the film specifically with the intent to make a difference. I've been a journalist and filmmaker for most of my career, and I've made a lot of films about human rights abuses of women and children. Mm-hmm. But this one is the first one I've made as an independent and frankly, struggling filmmaker. Um, But I made it with the express purpose of making a difference. And it is, I think, already doing that. Um, People, audiences are quite mesmerized and riveted because it is not just heartbreaking, but it is heartwarming. But most importantly, the film is already being taken to villages in Tanzania. Um, and the Canadian High Commission is sponsoring that in Tanzania. So this week and last week and for the last many weeks, uh, the film is being seen in schools and in communities. And as a result, children are actually running away from home and to the safe house. And of course, the problem with that is the safe house is going to be overrun with girls in the coming weeks because uh, December is traditionally the cutting season in Tanzania when girls are uh, most at risk because they're on school holidays and the parents can get away with doing it and hope that nobody's going to notice. And, you know, the real tragedy here is not just that the girls are being mutilated and cut, but often this is followed. Most of the time this is being followed by a child marriage soon after. So, you know, one girl in our film that was rescued by police, a little Sawadi, who is only 11, she said that her father had already accepted um, uh, a bride price of eight cows for her, and she was about to go through this terrible procedure, and then on top of it, be married to a guy that was more than twice her age, about 30 years old. So that's the additional tragedy, it's the child marriage that follows. Uh, it's a very important issue. Uh, Giselle, congrats on, on the film, and thank you so much for bringing this uh, to Calgary. 6.15 Sunday night at the River Park Church Auditorium, part of the Marta Loop Justice Film Festival. Uh, Giselle, thanks again for joining us here today. All the best. Thank you so much. All right, take care. Uh, That film, In the Name of Your Daughter, you can read more, by the way, at inthenameofyourdaughterfilm.com. And it is quite powerful, as you can imagine. Uh, So this Sunday night, the film is screening at the River Park Church Auditorium 615. Giselle uh, Portenier will be there, uh, the director of this film. Uh, And it should be quite a turnout. 403-974-8255 is our number. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.